It's Too Late with Chris Devon. Hey, 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 do you know know what I'm just realising? I'm just realising that we're on episode 34, which is um, uh, just one episode away from uh, 35, um, which will be the uh, same number of years that I've been alive. So the podcast will will, will technically be uh, the same age as me. Um, Sorry, I'm just, I'm still setting up here. You're right. Just talk amongst yourselves for a second. Let me just get this thing up. Um, so basically, like what I can do now is I can provide to my own podcast a bit of a a bit of a warning, a bit of a message to say, you know, this is what it's going to be like when you finally turn thirty five, as you are on the cusp of the big three five. Here are some of the things you need to know. Um, your greatest achievement will be getting a new garage door, and um, twice, twice in the night. You'll get up for a wee. Um, just, a, just, just a couple of sort of little tidbits of information there uh, uh, for my podcast, which which turns thirty five next week. So it's the 34, 34 episodes in. That's that's ridiculous. Thank you for sticking with me on this. So hello, hello, right? I'm Chris. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an actor. I'm a comedian. I'm a content creator, and I am a criminally underrated content creator. Yes, yes. I may look like a novelty Craig Charles candle halfway through Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. I might look like Bruno Mars if someone was tasked with drawing Bruno Mars with their feet. But we have a good time, don't we, eh? This is my podcast and, uh, you know, as, 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 as Salvador Dali himself once said, have no fear of perfection. You'll never reach it. Some of these podcasts are going to be shit houses. He didn't say that last bit. I, I added it on. YouTube.com slash Chris Devon. Um, watch the podcast or listen to it on YouTube and Spotify every single week. You know, Leave a comment, leave a review and share the show with your little WhatsApp group, with all your little mates. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, Joe Rogan don't need you. I need you. Yeah? Hello to Abdi on YouTube. Just a couple of days ago. Simple, sweet, underrated. Keep it up. I love it. Thank you so much. And again, like once or twice a week, every single week on YouTube, I'll get a message saying like, why haven't you blown up? You're so underrated. Like I'm 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 laughing, I'm crying. You know, things are weeping from orifices I didn't know I had because of you. And why haven't you blown up? There's no explanation. It's the internet. Do you know what I mean? It's part of the reason why the show's called Too Late. It might be too late for me. This is either going to be something that you were like well, well happy that you were there like before he was cool, before he exploded. Or it'll be one of those things where we record the perpetual breakdown of a man rapidly approaching middle age. And that itself is Netflix documentary worthy. So we're making history either way, my friends. So thank you. And thanks, Abdi, for getting in touch on YouTube as well. And do what Abdi did. Subscribe to the channel and start watching the podcast every week on the YouTube channel. Because it's easy, isn't it? It's all there. And I'll see your comments as well. We can have a chat. 
Hello uh, to Matthew, who got in touch on Instagram as well, at Mr. Chris Devon on Instagram. How does this guy look 23 and 43 at the same time? We're all, you're all welcome. All welcome. Hello. The show's called Too Late, right? I don't know if I started thinking about this because there's like rumours that they're bringing the office back, the American office. I don't think they should, you know, leave it, leave it, leave it be. It, it was so perfect. Just leave it as it is. Just, that's another, that's another subject for a very boring podcast somewhere else. Let the nerds talk about that. But it got me thinking, is it too late to tell your workplace crush that you're obsessed with them? Have you ever had a workplace crush? Have you ever had a work crush? You know, sometimes... You know, you playfully call it work husband or work wife or whatever. Just like a, a person at work who you just, you find as many excuses to be in the same room with them as possible. They go to the meeting, you go to the meeting. They go make a coffee, you go make a coffee. You don't even like coffee, you do now. You're on the toilet for four hours in the afternoon. Not just because, you know, shiting on the clock is a good idea, but because you're drinking all this coffee because you do not want to be away from them when they're making coffee. Oh, you want coffee? Okay. See you in the kitchen. And it's emails after emails after emails. And, and when, that, when that little no notification comes up in the corner of the screen, it's like, ah, ah, ah. Workplace romance, yeah? When is it too late to tell them? Listen, we've got to make this official. We've got to make this a fish. We've got to make this a thing. I'm into you. I'm not just 9 to 5 Microsoft Outlook, let's liaise and circle back and etc, etc. Please find attached kind regards. I want you outside of work and not just at the annual work bowling and pizza trip when, you know, you hit third quarter. I want you. You know, have you ever had a workplace romance? Listen, my situation, you know where I work. Yeah, I work in this room. I, I ain't got a workplace. <laughs> this doesn't count, does it? This is Mickey Mouse, man. I, 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 don't, I don't get workplace romances because like there is no one here. It is just me talking like to, to randoms on the Internet. Like this is it. Right. So, you know, I don't get nothing like that. You know, workplace romances are nothing like that. Like when you work from home or you have worked from home for like several years, which I now have, you start having workplace relationships with like the cathedral city. And I'm starting to find excuses to go to the kitchen and have a little peek in the fridge and go, I see you. I see you. My wife doesn't know I see you. My kids aren't here. They don't know. As long as I don't open the fridge too loudly, the dog ain't going to know either. It's just you and me. The Cathedral City comes in big packets. The big family size packs. I've got kids, man. I get the big family size. The brick. What was that? Kilo? Two kilos? She's big, man. She fills half a shelf. You know that shelf in the door? We put the cheese there. Why do we put the cheese there? You open that door too aggressively, it's going to fall and land on your, on your toes, right? But that's where it goes. Don't know why, but that's where it goes, man. Big old cathedral city, big brick of sexy cheddar, and there she is, she knows. She knows I'm just a couple of rooms away, thinking, just another little slice, man. No one will know. No one will know. I'll get the good knife. I'll make a nice 
clean cut. No one will know. It's just a little slice or maybe like, maybe a little cube. Yeah. Maybe a little sprinkle of cubes on my salad. Yeah. No one's going to know. It'll be fine. Mmm. Mmm. Makes your heart race, yeah? Till it clogs up. Um, workplace romances. Have you got one? Have you been in one? And do you think it's too late to tell them how you really feel? Yeah? I want to hear from you, man. I want to make this podcast about you as much as possible. So, like, is it, is it, is it too late? And, and if you work from home, is it too late to have any kind of workplace romance whatsoever? Are you going to do what I do and start losing your mind over cheese? Let's die together, eh? Let me know, at Mr Chris Devon, all over social media, or, easiest way, leave a comment underneath this video. There you go, done. Alright, so how did I anger and enrage the British public this week? I'm a sucker for chaos, okay? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But you know the keyboard warriors, man, they're, they've been after my blood <laughs> in the last few weeks. And uh, they're still kicking off over the video that I posted about accents, yeah? And um, all it was, was that we, 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 we say we like accents, we say we're proud of our accents, we, 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 we talk wax lyrical about how impressive it is that the UK has as many accents as it does, but you see, your old prejudices still bubble to the surface when you hear certain accents. I don't tell me you don't feel... This is, this is just you and me here, right? I know... You know that if you start hearing an accent like this, you might think I'm a little bit dodgy, right? Or if I talk like this, you might assume I'm a little bit stupid, right? Or if I talk like this, you might assume that your your car's gone. But 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 all I'm saying is, right? All I'm saying is, you know, you should embrace accents. You should embrace your own accent. Accentism is a very real thing. I'm a voice actor. I, I suffer with accentism all the time. How many jobs do you think I've lost because I don't sound like this in real life? Come on, man. Accentism is a real thing. We should love and embrace them all. But when I made that comment online, woo, I got some hate, man. I got some hate and I got some trolls. The trolls came out from under the bridge for this one, right? But I got some funny, <laughs> some funny comments. So this one got me thinking from Alaldezima. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't pronounce it. You know who you are, right? What would you say people assume from your accent then, brother? Now, that's a good question. When I think about my accent and I think about the way I sound and the way I come across, I think assumptions that people would make are probably along the lines of, okay, yes, he's a guy who probably knows how to change a tyre. And they'd be right. I do. But at the same time, despite being probably in his 30s, I think I sound my age, most of the time I sound like I'm a guy in his 30s, right? Despite knowing how to change a tyre, he also knows how to find and catch all original 150 Pokemon. And yes, you'd be right on that as well. You'd be spot on, okay? And I could do it in a day, okay? So, you know, comes across as a, as a, a typical fella, but is... Ultimately, at the end of the day, when the lights are off and the camera's off, he's a pathetic loser. That's exactly right, okay? So I think that's probably it, do you know what I mean? Just like, you know, friendly bloke, 
um, but a bit of a nerd. I guess that's probably what where people kind of place me. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, you're you're listening to the show. You tell me. What do you assume? What do you assume is happening when when these lights are off? Because um, you know it's not all bad. Um, coffee, jo- <laughs> coffee jock. This was good. I first watched this without the sound on, so they what they didn't hear me do any of the accents. They just saw the subtitles pop up. Right when I saw, and you assume your car is gone. I knew it had to be Liverpoolian. <laughs> That's so bad. It's so bad. And by the way, I saw a couple of people from Liverpool in the comment section getting a little bit rinsed. Do you know what I mean? Like, can we be nice? Can we, can we be nice, please? That's pretty funny, though, right? Mang Mang seventy seven ten said, "This video is dire. People should stop working from home." And um, I've made a pretty strong argument against working from home already um, by admitting on this podcast that I'm having an affair with the cathedral city in the fridge. So uh, I can't really, I haven't got a, a, a leg to stand on there. You're absolutely right. Thank you, Mang. This was a beautiful comment and I still don't really understand it. But Third Story Chemist, brilliant name, on Instagram said, Narmy lover. The West Country, a bunch of people started kicking off about the West Country. The fact that I didn't mention the West Country or that, you know, the West Country, everyone assumes they're farmers or whatever. But anyway, yeah, someone said, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone assumes people from the West Country are farmers. Third story chemist said, no, me lover, the West Country is one huge sprawling metropolis, like an 80s sci-fi depiction of 21st century L.A. There'd be no farms here, not one. Nope. <laughs> I love it. I, lo- <laughs> I don't know what point you're making, but it's beautiful. And I do a lot of audiobooks, and it, it could be a brilliant, brilliant synopsis for an audiobook, a West Country-themed, post-apocalyptic, 21st century <laughs> sci-fi horror disaster. I think that would be amazing. The West Country is a huge, sprawling metropolis, like an 80s sci-fi depiction of 21st century LA. I'm watching that. I'm watching that. I'm getting the audiobook gig and I'm narrating that. Bring it. Bring it. Tractors with laser beams attached to Bloody brilliant. Um, Acoustic Gremlin. One of the first comments I got when I posted this video was, can you put up translations, please? (laughs) I think you speak for many people outside the UK like, what are they talking about? Um, thank you very much. I, I, I continue to enrage the British public every single week. I mean, I'm, I dared to talk about Guinness this week, so maybe we'll talk about that next week on the podcast. But, you know, let me know your thoughts. Is there anything else that British people, you know, either should like and spend too much time complaining about or things that they pretend to be interested in, but actually they absolutely hate with a passion. Hey, let me know. I don't like this here. I don't, I don't, I don't like this here. Do you know what I mean? I don't like this here. Do you know, do you know why this is here? Do you know, do you know why this is here this week? This is, this, this mic is here this week because I am self-conscious. I am so self-conscious about absolutely everything that you see in here on this podcast, on social media, in my, my, my voiceover work and all that other stuff, right? I'm so self-conscious about absolutely everything. I'm looking at this, and do you know why that's there? Yeah? Because of the other bigger boys with other bigger podcasts. And they're all sat there on the podcast going, yeah, yeah, so anyway, right, I was with this bird, yeah? <laughs> and, and, and they're right there. The mic's right in their face. And sometimes they've got headphones on, and I'm like, do I want to be sat here like this? 
with my cans on like this. I don't really want to be sat here like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Continuity announcing for Eurovision. No. And now, Latvia. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm chilling. I'm at home. I'm at home right now. I'm in my safe space. I don't want this in my face, but I put it there because... I kind of think there's like a lot of people on the internet that actually need reminding that this is a podcast because when I just put this here, right, I'll just put that there just, just outside of view so you can still see me but you can't see the mic, right? And and I'm still mic'd up but you can just see me in full view and this, this big thing's not in my face anymore, right? I prefer this. I prefer this. The problem is there's this weird psychological thing now where so many people have posted these random-ass bullshit macho bullshit podcast clips on social media about tits and, and, and getting off your face that that, that, that people don't realise this is a podcast. I put this away. Now you look at the mood lighting, you look at me, yeah? You look at this sort of like, this sort of handsome, like luxurious hair and everything and these like smouldering eyes and the pink lighting. This could be soft porn. This could easily be a set on a, of a this could easily be soft porn from the 80s. It could, I look like a porn star from the 80s anyway. You've got the tree, I've got a pink tree, a pink ass tree. I'm not doing myself any favors. So I'm putting this here just so people know I'm just an ordinary guy doing an ordinary podcast. That's that's why that's why that's there. Look how much thought I'm putting into this show. Will you please leave a review? Joe Rogan don't need you. I need you. Leave a review, god damn it. <laughs> So sorry. All right. Swearing exam. These days, you kids, man, you don't know how to swear. You don't. Cockwaffle, arse, trumpet, shit gibbon. Our generation has ruined swearing. Ruined it. So I'm here to help. Every single week, I, Chris Devon, Take to YouTube and social media at Mr. Chris Devon and share with you a swear word that I think should be used in popular vocabulary more. You have one comment to use this swear word in a sentence or statement of your choice. The best of those submissions will be graded here on the podcast. Whatever it is you write, you will get a grade. But I'm going to have to just limit the best ones to the podcast because this feature can go on for ages. All right. And most people on TikTok basically are just making references to willies and poo. So you don't have to read. I shat myself 58 times, do you? Um, So the swear word of the week was gadzooks, because uh, I don't think you hear it enough. And I think there is potential there for a lot of uh, creativity. So let's go through some of your entries. These were some of the best ones that really stood out for me. Um, if you don't hear your entry here on the podcast, then next week, try harder. Okay. All right. Uh, from uh, Vistiv, um, be- beautiful, beautiful, beautiful man. Um, and, uh, and and as a long time follower of, of the podcast, I say long time. It's not been going very long, has it? I think he's been listening for about a month. Um, Gadzooks, the Chris Devon podcast, really is a brilliant thing. That's got to get a mention. Flattery works. Just, just just, so you guys know, if you want to get on the show, flattery works. End of the day, I'm an actor, so my ego is out of control. I need to be told I'm brilliant all the time. I'm a massive narcissist, so this does work. So there you go. He got mentioned first. So just food for thought. Tell me I'm nice. Stephen, thank you for the flattery, and you get a solid C-plus for doing so. So there you go. 
That'll get you into Coventry Uni. So there you go. Um, Adam, friend of the show and friend of the host of the show. Um, hello, mate. This this is nice. So she stumbled in, drunk on cheeky vimptoes with mascara all down her face and half a McChicken nugget hanging out of her gob. Tripped over the dog and went arse over tit, kicking me right in the gadzooks in the process. Using gadzooks as slang for testicles, which I'd never heard before, never told you you couldn't. I never said that wasn't in the rules. So, hey, good on you, mate. Um, love the story, love the setup. Um, and this is a lady I, I, I'd, I'd love to meet. So uh, I'm giving you a solid B plus, man. I really like that. Well done. Well, well done. Well, did everyone else pay attention? This is great. Um, this is quite Shakespearean, I think, from Monarch Productions. I think it was on YouTube. Gadzooks. I left my sanity behind at the circus. Why is that so profound? Do you know what? Can I, can I do that again as Tom Hiddleston? Because it's really... Gadzooks, I left my sanity behind at the circus. Gadzooks, I left my sanity behind at the circus. I can do better than... I can do that better. Gadzooks, I left my sanity behind at the circus. It, uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. Gadzooks, I left my sanity behind at the circus. Gadzooks! I left my sanity behind at the circus. Not like, didn't leave a pair of keys, did he? He's left his sanity behind. Gadzooks! I left my sanity behind at the circus. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to stop there because um, I, 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 I could do that all day. That's lovely. That's lovely. Well done. Um, B. Solid B. A comment and an apology um, is owed to uh, ZPZWW. This person couldn't be asked to, to make a username. My PE teacher was called Mrs. Fisher. <laughs> Because in the example I said, Gadzooks, Mrs. Fisher, an entire watermelon? But where is... Oh, there it is. Um, and uh, and I've, I've scarred someone for life there. Um, lovely PE teacher, though. Very thorough. The Mass Debater. Holy God, I've just got that name. I've just got that name. Well done. Well done. You got through the filters. Children. Children. Well, your comment was good, so I'm going to read it out. Holy Gadzooks. That isn't milk. <laughs> It's good. It's good, isn't it? It is good. Holy gadzooks! That isn't milk! <laughs> it's good. It's good. Exactly the kind of comment you'd expect from the mass debater, but it qualifies. It's, 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 it made me laugh. It made me like B+. Come on, I'm in a good mood this week, right? Um, this person doesn't have a username at all. You guys are not doing yourselves any favours. My God. Gadzooks! That's a lot of chicken, Rodney. <laughs> Don't know why that made me laugh. Instantly made me think of Only Fools and Horses, I suppose. I don't know. Gadzooks! I said, look, can you just imagine how J David Jason, how, how Del Boy would say that? He wouldn't say gadzooks, would he? He'd say monge too. Um, but let's let's roll with the gadzooks. That's what we're here for. It's education. Um, gadzooks! That's a lot of chicken, Rodney! <laughs> Gadzooks, that's a lot of chicken, Rodney. You've got to do the East London accent for that one because Rodney makes me think of Only Fools and Horses, which just makes me think of, of, of East London. So you kind of have to say, you know, Gadzooks, that's a lot of chicken, Rodney. <laughs> Whoa, I'm angry. You know, it's that, isn't it? I love that. I enjoyed that one. That's a solid C. Well done. Uh, Gary O. Gadzooks, Dave. 
You've eaten a full bucket of sausages. No, I'm not angry. I'm impressed. <laughs> well done, mate. Well done. You get a, you get a, uh, uh, you get a B, a B minus. Because I don't think, I don't think these people in this scenario, this 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 imaginary Gary and Dave, would necessarily use the word gadzooks. So it's kind of taken a little bit out of the environment. However, I really, really love the journey that you take us on there because a full bucket of sausages has got to be what? Mm, what? Uh, 57? 57 sausages you can get in a bucket? Correct me if I'm wrong, someone. Um, but the journey, the, the, the emotional journey, you know what I mean? Not only is, has he eaten a life-threatening amount of sausages in one sitting as Dave, but his mate, who I assume is you, Gary, playing yourself here in this scenario, you've just gone, do you know what, Dave? Respect. That's why I moved in with you. That's why I left Carol. Do you know what I mean? Well done. That's really lovely. Love, really, really lovely. B, is that a, a picture of Danny DeVito in your... Is that Danny DeVito eating rum ham? B plus. B plus. Right. Really good effort this week, guys. Well done. I'm ending on this one. It gets an A. I'll go through it and I'll explain why it gets an A. Gadzooks, she cried, as her husband retrieved his massive courgette from the dark, moist patch of her beautiful, manicured garden. <laughs> it gets an A uh, for the lover locks. Um, again, friend of the show, friend of the host of the show. Thank you, love. Thank you very much for that. And I think that deserves an A. I genuinely think that I'm not blowing smoke, right? That deserves an A because that is like a little miniature erotic novel, you know, and I'm an audiobook narrator, so I appreciate that. As a narrator who has to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours reading other people's words, when those words are crap, it makes your job really hard. When your words are like butter, like garlic butter and chocolate and iron brew and all the lovely things in the world... When the words feel good in your mouth, voice acting is a wonderful thing. So I'm going to say it again. Gadzooks, she cried, as her husband retrieved his massive courgette from the dark, moist patch of her beautiful manicured garden. I mean, I'm making it sound like a Fifty Shades type thing, when actually the plot is more like a, you know, like confessions of a greengrocer sort of, uh, you know, sort of erotic comedy from the 70s. It's more like that, isn't it? You know what I mean? Her husband retrieved her massive courgette from the dark, moist garden in her little rough patch. <laughs> you know, it's more like that, isn't it? I think Sid James would have a good a good, uh, a good, a good, go at this, at this movie here. Um, beautiful. The use of the word gadzooks. Look at the possibilities that we've explored in just a few minutes. Well done. We'll have another um, swearing exam next week. Um, at Mr. Chris Devon, if you want to have a look on social media, all the other swearing exams that we've done, we've explored a few wonderful swear words, and there's a great one coming up next week. Um, let's 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 just just campaign for better swearing. You know, the cock waffles and arse trumpets, they've had their fun. They're now rotting away on Twitter or whatever it's called now. They're gone. All right, it's time for a better, swearier Britain. Gadzooks. God bless. Okay, so you know how I know we're having a good time on this podcast and why, how I know it's a good episode is when the camera 
turns itself off saying there's no more room on the camera. <laughs> Recording has been stopped. So I have just had to, during that miracle of editing, which was about, what, two seconds, I had to stop for like 15 minutes and move things around and make room to, to, to finish this podcast. So uh, so clearly we're having a nice time here, right? So um, I want to end on this. Um, I mentioned Adam earlier. He left a comment earlier, um, friend of the show, friend of the host of the show. And uh, brother, you have very kindly sent me a parcel. And this has happened before on the show. Way back when the show first started, uh, another good friend of mine sent me a lovely selection of whiskey, where, which is very nearly gone, actually. I'm, I plan on finishing that tonight. Um, but Adam has sent me something squishy. Now, usually opening stuff from listeners is a dangerous thing to do at all, but doing it live is, is potentially even more risky. But it says on the, on the, on the parcel, do not open until on air. He doesn't know how podcasting works. It's not on air. It's a recording, but you know what I mean? Never mind. Let's, 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 let's open it now. It's, 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 that's the size of it. Oh, it's like a YouTube unboxing. Hey, guys, it's your boy. I bought the new um, uh, geeky bullshit, whatever the... Uh, don't forget to subscribe. You know what I mean? That's like that, isn't it? Um, let's have a look. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is how we're ending the podcast, so that's it. So just, you know, leave a comment um, and, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel because everything's on there. Podcasts, comedy sketches, like little random ass one-off videos. I'm writing loads of stuff at the moment, so there's like loads coming out. So, so just follow it all on there at Mr. Chris Devon on social media. Do the swearing exam as well. And this is right, right, right. Okay. It's, it's, I think it's a t-shirt. I'm gonna reveal this so you can see it as I'm seeing it. All right. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, this is incredible. This is right. We didn't right right. We right, we've talked about this twice. We've talked about this twice on the podcast now, right? The Cabri's Freddo sucks. Okay? It was on the British thing. British people pretend to like the Freddo, but it sucks these days. It's getting smaller, it's getting too expensive, and I had made several suggestions as to how we make the Freddo great, and and Adams made this. Make Freddo great again. Mic out of the way. Piss off. Pretentious wanker. Make Freddo great again. Look at that. Cabris, make Freddo great again. This is this is like this is a thing now. This is a thing. We are gonna do this. This is a right, okay. So that if, if you if you really are if you really are behind this, and if you really support this, I'll I'll go all the bastard way. You understand me? I'll I'll take this to Birmingham. I'm that serious. I will take this to Birmingham. If if you want to do this, let's do it. Right. I'm going to be I'm making some plans. I'm making some plans. I'm putting this on. I'm putting this on right now. Right now. We're making plans. We're making plans to make the Freddo great again. It's getting smaller. It's getting more expensive. Don't talk to me about ingredients. Don't talk to me about transportation. Don't talk to me about Brexit this and Brexit that. All right? The point is, the point is a little tasty snack just to just just to, just, to, just to get some peace and quiet when your kids are going Ehh! or or a nice little little sophisticated after dinner version that you can hand out 
to all your, all your pretentious hipster millennial friends. Half of you listen to this. You're all my age, right? Having your little dinner parties, reminiscing about the first two Snow Patrol albums before they all went downhill. You, 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 you're one of them, right? You love that. You'd love a little grown-up Freddo. Right. We're making the Freddo great again. We're going to have a, have another chat about this next week on the podcast, OK? Because we need to start bringing these new listeners up to date with, with what we've been talking about. But but basically, this is this is now going to be a thing. Fa- hey, Adam, thank you, brother. Thank you so much. It's really comfortable as well. It's lovely. Um, thank, you for, thank you for watching, listening, uh, subscribing and following me on the socials and all that kind of stuff. Um, do the swearing exam and for God's sake, like leave a review and leave a comment. Do you know what I mean? So we can just like get more people involved because that's how we make good episodes like this week's. It was a good one, right? This is how we make a good one. I need your help. Joe Rogan don't need you. Um, listen, thank you. I'll see you next time, right? Make, make Freddo great again. I'm hungry. I want some chocolate. Brush your teeth. I'll see you.